Well, it looks like Elon Musk sort of turned things around a little bit on the crypto side. I mean, I don't know how major this is, but it's had an effect as it would, seeing as how it had an effect in the other direction the other time when he bailed on Bitcoin, or at least Bitcoin people mm-hmm. had suggested he bailed on Bitcoin. I don't know that he ever permanently bailed on Bitcoin. He just, I don't even remember what the tweet was, but there were, was growing concern about the environmental impact of Bitcoin mining, mm-hmm. to which was hotly disputed, obviously. Mm-hmm. But today we have an update on that. Well, he was back active on Twitter, sending markets to the sky and beyond. To space and beyond, to Mars and beyond. He was replying to a tweet, comments from Magda Versica, CEO of South African asset manager Signia, who said that Musk's tweets on Bitcoin prices were market manipulation and should have triggered an investigation by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Wow. So, I mean, there's so, so many different accusations being waged. When people, when you play with people's money, yeah, when money gets involved, it uh, gets way more complicated. A lot of don't play with people's money, Will. Mm -hmm. Don't play with people's money. You leave that alone. You say that's your money. You do, you do what you want with that money. Uh Am I gonna manipulate? Am I gonna send things in any direction? Mm. Don't blame me either way. Now, if you play with people's money and they end up with more than they had before. You start playing, then they say play away. Yeah, that's okay. They say play all day, but see, it's a risky game to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Getting people advice on those matters, very personal matters. Any, anyhow, anyway. So this, this, you have this reaction to these comments, these uh, comments accusing Elon of this manipulation. Uh, he had said previously concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which has the worst emissions of any fuel. Okay, that was the original comment. Let's see the new comment. Oh, well, also they liquidated roughly 10% of their Bitcoin holdings. That's another thing that Elon said. The new comment is here. When there is confirmation of reasonable 50%, Clean energy usage by miners with positive future trend, Tesla will resume allowing Bitcoin transactions. And then the market comes back. And they say, oh, there's a way here. Not, no more, uh, no more doge stuff. Like he said the word Bitcoin. He didn't say crypto. Mm-hmm. No more goofing around. No more Saturday night, Saturday night live. He said the word Bitcoin, and you know those guys down in Miami, they, they like that word. Yeah, and it's getting serious because he's talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Like he said that specifically, we will resume accepting Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. He, say, he did not say, I think that's a key factor. Yes. I mean, there could be other crypto part of it, mm-hmm. but he did use that terminology, which the Bitcoin people are going to celebrate, and uh, you know how that goes with the price and all that crap goes up price goes up price goes down i don't even need sure. to tell you you know how price price of on crypto works price goes up price goes down yeah well look at that today it's up thank you very much elon 
up six points. Ethereum is on, along for the ride a little bit, three to four points up there. We're talking points. It's a business show, although it's down on a seven day. Yeah. Anyway, so look, what is the lesson here? The lesson is there's two ways to play this game. You can invest in the things you believe in, the things you're committed to, the things that have deep meaning for you, and you can just leave it. You can just put it there and say, I believe that this future involves this thing that I'm invested in, whether it's a certain crypto or a company or whatever. Or you can do the other thing and drive yourself absolutely nuts trying to make money here and there, flipping coins all day. Yeah, trading versus investing. Which I did for a little while, and then I was like, oh, some other things I'd rather do. Sure. On a personal level. But uh, either way, I suppose this information is useful. Here's another thing, little update that we got. So we put out a clip. I don't know, I guess last week at some point about how he had said he had told somebody on social media that he was living in a house that cost $50,000 in Texas and it was his primary residence and it was the only house that he owned outside of a, an events only residence, which he keeps in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And people were skeptical. Myself and you I mean you were the most skeptical. You scoffed. I was like, is Willie do scoffing over there? You scoffed. You said, nah, he can't be doing this. Because yeah. we went on a, I, we yeah. went on a realtor website. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at what $50,000 houses oh, yeah. in Starbase or Boca Chica in Texas, what $50,000 would get you. And so you were scoffing. And <laughs> the thing is, sure. for, for, the, for the record, for the record, yeah. I saw a lot of comments as well saying, hey, man, a lot of people live like that down there in Texas. And it's a different climate over there as well. That's important to know. Mm. You, know you got a cottage looking house doesn't hold up so well as much in a, in a type of climate that we live in a great north over here. Mm -hmm. So that's another kind of, because maybe if I'm in Boca Chica, I don't even care. I'm like, you know what? Give, give, give me the little, give me the siding. Give me the, sure, yeah. give me the mobile home. I don't, you know. The only thing you got to contend with though, however, with the elements over there is potentially tor tornadoes or like tropical storm type things. Mm -hmm. And those are not very friendly from what I've heard. Never been involved. But the winter is consistent, but it doesn't really beat you up too much. Uh -huh. But those ones, they come rarely, but they beat you up a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah, there's there's got to be some extra protection there. So anyway, the reason we're bringing this up again is because Willie Do catches an email. And you might as well give the guy a shout out because we're going we're gonna to talk about it on the show. So if I don't know if you have it in front of you, but you can give the guy a shout out, his, uh, use his name. Okay, I'll, I'll find okay, it. Okay, he's going to find it, but... Anyway, it was a Lou Later fan who sent Willie to an email and said, hey, man, I want to tell you what type of house Elon's actually moving into. And he claims to have, I don't know, information. He, he has no sources, but he says this is the type of house that he's actually living in. Yeah. His name is Yoshimi Yamasaki. Yosh Yoshimi Yamasaki. Now, he's got Yoshi as his actual image, his picture as well on the Gmail. Yeah. And so now I wonder if he's played with the name a little bit or if he's actually, if that's his, uh, on his birth certificate. But either way. People probably call him Yoshi. E either way, it sounds delicious. Delicious? <laughs> yeah. Yoshimi reminds me of sashimi. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. But I don't think you're supposed to eat. That is delicious. I don't think you're supposed to eat no, Yoshi. No. But actually. Don't have him as sashimi. Actually, wait a sec. In the video game, Yoshi is eating but he doesn't get eaten what is he eating in the video game 
He eats apples. Apples, that's what it was. You know, in Yoshi's the Super Mario eating world. The apples, right, 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 right. With the long tongue. I was just trying to remember, you know. It's been a long time. Been a minute, as they yeah. say. And he eats enemies. So there's that. That's even better. Better than apples. Eat the enemies. All right. So whole crazy conversation here leads us to this type of home, a modular home called Boxable, a futuristic home. Somewhere between a mobile home that you know from the past, somewhere between a tiny home, and somewhere between like a condo almost, you have this little box that shows up called a Boxable.com, Boxable Casita. It's a relatively new company starting at 49500 It ships in a box and then expands on site. Again, this comes from Yosh- Yoshimi, so like you got to... Take it up with him if you're like, Elon doesn't live in one of those. He claims Elon's actually living in one of these, which is the reason he said it's actually kind of cool. And it's funny, Will, because actually when you think of a cool place to live, it's not necessarily size that's important. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you can get all the things you want, but in a small space, it can actually be more impressive. And this is futuristic. Which a you modular think, so, so you're not scoffing. You stopped scoffing. Not on this one, no. Willie do stop scoffing. Thank you very much, Yoshimi. So anyway, uh, we got this little video demo or how it works. Will has the graphic here. It's nice inside. You know, it's fairly bare bones. But if you're working as much as as Elon Musk is and you go here to sleep and you have everything you need, it's kind of like a luxury condo once you get it up and running. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he's renting it from SpaceX. Oh, the other thing I should mention is the cost of living or the cost of real estate, I should say, has gone up in that region since SpaceX came and he kept promoting it and trying to get people to come there. And of course, the competition for housing changed. So other people were saying, when you were bouncing around realtor, they're saying, man, 50 Gs when SpaceX would have bought the land or the property previously ain't 50 Gs today because of the increase in demand. Mm. So they were mad at you for a number of reasons, Well, Yeah. I mean, what's new? <laughs> Anyway, so that's a little update on that topic. I don't know. You guys let me know in the comments if you can verify this or if you're going to dispute it. But uh, I thought it was an interesting development. What a cool little uh, project, startup, boxable. Look at that. The whole thing, it ships to you. You just need the land. I might have to buy some land, just throw one of those up, quick cottage yeah. or something like that. You can put this in your backyard and have like a guest home. Just just, just, just plop it right it in there. It has like a huge refrigerator. They just drop it in. It's all built. They expand it. And that's the end of it. Uh-huh. TV laundry will you could easily live in something like that yeah and if it's stackable that'll be cool oh you want to double it up already? oh yeah all right some uh, maybe not so great news related to the ev world electric truck maker lordstown motors uh, the shares are down the ceo and cfo resigned oh. this is amid some criticism and accusations around uh, I, this is this is the accusation. The accusation is that they were claiming to have more orders than they did in order to secure more funding. Uh-huh. And then in reality, that action wasn't really there. And the, the, the company put out a statement saying that it had substantial doubt about its ability to continue as a going concern in the next year. Oh, boy. It ain't easy out here in the EV space. It's not a breeze. We were talking about crypto and and Tesla and how 
Tesla had to be selling those environmental credits and making Bitcoin moves to turn a profit. It's like these companies that tried to figure out a profit, like automotive, even the traditional ones that were already there, even they struggled at times to turn up. It's such a big behemoth thing. You're moving giant metal. Finding processes. Giant metal, Well, Yeah. I want you to think about giant metals. My new channel, youtube.com slash giant metal. You know what I do? Uh. I do the, I take the metal and I, uh, uh, Polish? I, I take the old metal and make it new again. Oh, Have you okay. seen these channels, Will? Yeah. You take the old metal, you make it new again. Uh -huh. I watched a guy. Restore, restoration. They sent him, and the, the fans send in the things. They find like an old rusty thing. Yes. And then they send it in. Great content. And then the guy drops it in the electrolysis. Uh -huh. And all the rust junk is coming off. And then he's got the captions and he goes, he goes, ooh, going to need one more night in electrolysis. <laughs> is that his tagline? Well, it was just, I don't know if it's a tagline, but it was just, it came up in a text oh. there. And so he drops it back in. And then it's a number of different processes. But, you know, you get, it gets back to metals incredible. Metal, yes. metal really hangs in there. Uh huh. But anyway, restoration content. I don't need to tell you. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Well, maybe the people didn't see it yet. But it's, I'd be surprised because a lot of this stuff has about a billion views on it. So people love the restoration content. Yeah. Big metal. It's a good time. Oh, yeah. You like the Hot Wheels. I forgot which one you like. You like the Hot Wheels restoration. Yeah. And also just generally metal work is nice. Well, there's the other guy that was doing it out of wood. Remember the guy that was building those elaborate things out of wood? Uh, cars? He was doing oh, yeah. model cars, but yeah, out of yeah. as, as a woodworking thing. And we were like, that oh is. my. We were blown away. And then you could buy it at the end. Yeah, working condition. It's like 50 hours of work into the thing. and A lot of chiseling. Anyway. Lordstown was putting in the work, apparently. But uh, maybe they didn't have all those orders or who knows whatever else. But there's an active investigation going on. And the CEO and CFO bounced. They put an interim in right now. So the stock slides, it was down 18% this morning. And now the whole thing is in question. Hmm. Uh, this uh, short seller, Hindenburg Research, accused Lordstown in March of using fake orders to raise capital. I mean, that's not a good look, obviously. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but you know I love players in automotive space. I love selection. It's one of the things I like about cars. Cars still seem to have maybe a little more, a little bit of personality you know what I mean? Because I do so much with like smartphones and stuff, and some smartphones have personality, but it's it's few and far between. It's a lot of the same kind of look and feel going on. Twenty twenty one. It's like well figured out. Okay, this is what a thing has to look like. Uh -huh. But I like that the Cybertruck exists and it's Banana Town. I like that the F one fifty, the Lightning Ford Lightning. Did they even say it? I like that that exists and it looks completely different. I like that the Rivian looks different over here, and then yep. the Lordstown they took some risks on the appearance. So I like these things. So I want to root for them, but I just, uh, you know, you hope you can get it. You hope they can get it fixed up and sorted out. I hope everybody can fix everything. A bunch of humans, you know. Yeah. Apple is apparently easing its mask-wearing requirements in U.S. stores. Report. This was actually reported on the mainstream news, not just the Apple sites. It was on there, but then it was also on the mainstream news because, well, I guess it's some sort of a key indicator for a turnaround. Uh -huh. 
There's an interesting component to it, though, which is it's only for vaccinated visitors. So you go to the Apple store. Well, you got to bring your credentials. There you go. You see how things get complicated. Now, apparently, this is all, by the way, I should say, uh, what is this? It's, it's not a leak. Bloomberg apparently got a document, I guess, a memo to employees obtained by Bloomberg. Apple said it would be relaxing its physical distancing requirements. So they, when they say uh, vaccinated guests are gonna, not going to be required to wear a mask, this is one of those things where it's going to have to be, uh, you, you kind of have to just go on somebody's word. Like, if a person is willing to lie about it, I guess there's nothing you can do. Because you can't be asking for documents to get in the door. Yeah. You're stressed just thinking about it. It is. I mean, it's it's always such, like, so much traffic in the Apple store. Yeah. It's like, there's going to be a lineup and, oh. There's to take your crazy. fingerprint. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, people are scared about it. I don't really care. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a complicated topic. I don't really have to get to the Apple store that badly. So inside, like I would just order online. I don't need to get inside that store. So it's not really a big deal to me. But uh, as an indicator for the rest of the marketplace, Apple, of course, big, huge company, market leader. Other companies are going to look to their yes. moves and say, maybe we should implement something similar. But and and who knows, maybe the maybe certain employees have their own individual opinions within there about how much they want to oh, press. Yeah. The politics but it can it. turn into a fight real quick i'll tell you something uh-huh. because all you gotta do is go around social media every so often poke around a little bit and you'll see people fighting over this thing for the last year and year and whatever uh-huh. but either way a lot of people are vaccinated and so uh the risk is down just by nature of numbers and uh obviously the ideal scenario for apple's in-store experience is that people can enter however they see fit and apparently they're going to begin to relax things according to this internal memo, which was never, by the way, intended as any kind of press release. Uh-huh. So that's important to note, too. These things can change. But uh, apparently they're going to start rolling this out to certain stores in different regions, parts of uh, California, including their own offices. Mm. Employees, however, in the Apple store, again, according to the memo, masked up. Okay. So employees got their masks vaccinated customers got the option but like you said likely gonna be held on somebody's word but that's kind of already like that it though will think about this for a second what when you go and they say any cough any fever any travel any this any that it's kind of same thing you're going off the person's word yeah you don't have any document that they're not asking you for a travel document that showcases the fact that you haven't left your house in the last Right. Whatever it is. But anyway, well, you got something. Go ahead. Go ahead. What concerns me is the fact that, like, this is the Apple store. So there's going to be deaths of devices that people are going to touch. You know what I mean? Okay. And talk and, like, the spit is on the screen and it's like. Oh, you want the mask. I believe if this is the store um, to, the, this is not the right store to be the first ones to not have masks. Well, I feel like. actually, they're not. Uh, a, a number of other companies have already eased things up, including the likes of Walmart, Sam's Club, Trader Joe's, Publix, and Costco. So some big, okay. some big time retail, retailers have eased the thing up. 
Yeah. Well, they, they, I, I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't announce it the way that they did. Like, it's an official, like. Oh, they didn't. That's an internal super- memo, right? Oh, they didn't. Okay. Never mind that. Yeah. They didn't announce it. It kind of leaked out, or whoever Bloomberg somehow got their hands on it. But either way, it. this is going to happen, right? Like, slowly and surely. Well, like, it's, it's a type of thing where uh, it's just a question of timing. And, 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 and it's up for discussion. Sure, yeah. Timing is obviously up for discussion, and they're going to select. Uh, their behavior dependent on the market that they're in. Like, mm-hmm. whichever market is going to have different rules and stipulations. But, I mean, you see how it is. Well, uh, in certain parts of the world, the mask just became part of the culture. Mm-hmm. The idea of being in public and wearing a mask. Yeah. But I, I don't think most people in North America had made that decision that the mask was going to be permanent. Right. I think... A lot of people here, and, and and who knows what the reasoning and the complicated studies that could be done to figure out how people feel about it. Some people, I believe, will go mm-hmm. deep with the mask, and other people can't wait to get it off. Uh-huh. And that's just that's just the that's just the truth about the culture. Yeah, it's human nature and the culture. Yeah, it's gonna sure. it's gonna be different wherever you go, and people, you know, whatever set of values is most important to certain individuals and everybody's got their point for the record. Mm. Like it's like so many things in life. It's not, uh, there's no, there's no, it's not black and white, right? Mm -hmm. It's, there's new, there's a lot more nuance to it. And I think companies even like Apple recognize it. Like, like they were saying about employees coming back to work previously as well. Apple was doing something similar there where I think they're recognizing that like there's certain elements of their business that again, if the memo's to be re, uh, believed, there's certain elements of their business that uh, suffer in an environment with distance in it. Like they're trying to create a whole image, and an Apple store just don't look the same if the faces are all covered. If every you know permanently, yeah, totally. You know that they they you know how they hire their employees. It's a whole process. Like you know how happy those people are. Uh huh. Yeah, but happiness is hard without the mouth. Yes. Happiness, you can't put your own, you can't put your real face emoji out into the world with the partial covering. Yeah, so impossible. The, the, you can try with your eyes. Like some people say you can smile with your eyes. Uh, you can try. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some funny TikToks of like people thinking that they're smiling and then they take off their mask yeah. and they're just like frowning. Exactly. It's, uh, so, anyway. Point being is, it looks like things are starting to ease up, and yeah. uh, Apple's going to jump on that train. Another um, surprising, I guess, Apple-related story, these Beats headphones that hit me out of left field today. Apparently, we got them over here. We'll probably take a peek sometime soon. They put out these $150 studio buds. These are the ones that LeBron was wearing the other day. And we were trying to figure out if they could have been an indication for like some next-gen AirPods that actually hit Beats first, but it's... My goodness, it's actually the complete opposite direction. And it's clear to me now how Apple will continue the Beats brand moving into the future as a budget offering, as a more affordable product and a more Android-centric product. How crazy is this? You have no specialized Apple chip inside of here. And you have some enhancements to how it interacts with uh, over Bluetooth with Android devices including quick pairing to uh, your variety of Google-related products or Google-related software. And 
they've done some software tricks to make it to make it pair on iOS sort of like the AirPods do, but lacking the sophistication, lacking the uh, the, the entire what was it? What do they call it? Is the W chip or the H? H one. H one. I think was it called W before that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So and then by and then price as well. So one hundred and fifty dollars is would make this the cheapest pair of AirPods, or is it the same price as the? I can't even remember. I feel like regular AirPods are one hundred and fifty nine, but I have too many. I have Canadian prices and American prices in my head. But that seems like a key. I meant the uh, Apple AirPods, just regular AirPods, I think oh. are 159 And then, yeah, they're 159 regular price, though they do go on sale fairly frequently. Is that, uh, I think that's US. Oh, that's, oh, you're definitely going to Canada now. I know. Yeah. yeah. Regions. Trapped in the regions. Yeah, 159 So this. Oh, it is. So this product actually goes under the regular AirPods, which are not an in-ear design, no interchangeable ear tips, no colors to choose from, but... Free engraving, though. Super tight integration. Oh, this is what I want to mention. The, the reason you want that integration, if you're on iOS, you get all these fancy features switching between devices, quickly switching between your laptop or... That's not going to have any of that hmm. on the Beats side. So... I think this is this is crazy to say, but I think it's actually an Android targeted headset, or at least a universal targeted headset. They're just like less expensive to compete with the likes of the expanding marketplace of just general wireless earbuds. Huh. And the Beats branding gives it a little, a couple of extra style points, I suppose, for some users. It has active noise canceling. It has some water and sweat resistance. Of course, the other universal choice is USB-C for charging, right? Yeah, that's awesome. No lightning or anything like that. So a really interesting play for Apple and uh, and and the first actually in the shift because the previous Beats product did have the Apple-specific chip and the Apple-specific features. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is an indication that they're going to take the Beats brand a different direction and say, if you're fully Apple all the way, get the Apple products. If you're anybody else in this vast ocean of wireless earbuds get the Beats ones. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I mean, there's some speculation in there. June 24th is going to be available, $149.99. I'm sure LeBron's going to wear them for a while. They'll promote them and get them in white, red, or black. And they have no little stem on them. They actually have like a pretty like, kind of nice minimal design. So I'm curious to test the fit and see how it all feels. However... Now that you're playing in the vast ocean of headsets, as I mentioned, it means you're up against the likes of Amazon, and Amazon just cut the price on their new Echo Buds all the way down to 80 bucks. So it's a whole new competitive landscape once you're over here. And it's just like, we got Bluetooth, we got a nice fit, we got noise canceling. Okay, so does everybody. And why are you going to get my 149? You see how those comparisons are weird? You say, oh, 149 from Apple, it's pretty cheap. But then you go 149 against everyone else. That's actually quite pricey. Yeah. If with you, the same features. Just with general features without having transparency and other things. Although the Amazon product does have transparency. Uh, all the way down to 80 bucks in ear design, interchangeable ear tips, little happy face on the side. I don't think they look as good as the Beats with the just completely rounded. 
tip, but uh, I don't know. Is it a are you surprised they dropped the price on the same day that the that the other ones go out? This is only for Prime members, by the way. But mm. forty bucks off the second generation. They have active noise canceling. Um, but there's so many to choose from. I mean, it's really it's hard to even figure out what to recommend at the budget price. There's mm -hmm. a thousand to choose from for real. Are you using any right now? Um, you know what? I'm not wearing in-ear headphones very frequently. Yeah. Like, uh, or headphones in general, actually. No. Okay. I've been doing road trips. I listen in a car. Obviously, I'm not wearing headphones there. And most of my podcast consumption and stuff has been in the car as well lately. Less travel, less earbuds for me. Hmm. Right? If I'm on airplanes, then I'm using earbuds a lot. So as the world opens back up now, uh, I think air, um, earbuds are going to take a greater role as I... I'm in those environments. But if you think about it, like the earbud, when you're in a public environment, you take them. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting at the coffee shop, if you're, you know, at the gym, if you think about the places you wear the earbud. Pretty common, I would say. But when um, you're at home a lot, you're using the earbud less. Yeah. Well, I, I use it at home. The earbud? Yeah. Just the so I can get a better audio quality for calls. Calls. Calls, yeah. Calls would be the one. At home. Um, See, I try to avoid calls at all I know, costs. Yeah, I know you do. Like, if when they start talking about the calls, I say, you ever heard of my guy, Willie Do? He loves calls. Yeah. See if he wants to have a call. Just earbuds in the shower, too. <laughs> um, well, we talked about this the other day, as far as Bezos going to space, the Blue Origin, the Space Race, Branson, uh insider said it so we didn't have to but they're a little worried about bezos bezos's safety you and i were talking about it when we weren't rolling we're like wait a sec how safe is that to be the first right like you've invested all this money okay you did 15 test runs but do you want to send some other humans that aren't you mm. before you're the um, um maybe so you don't have to be the guinea pig but no see the, there's weird symbolism there you you work so hard on something you want to be the first you want to like if you do it you take the risk it sends a strong signal to everyone else yeah that they should consider doing the same if you're not willing to jump on there asap if not first then shortly after then people are like why didn't he ride on it first why he i know yeah it's like when you if you build something it's like why don't you use it first yeah, I mean, you put on a, a good point where it's kind of like uh, the Wright brothers with the uh, flying. Mm. They created their own contraption to fly. And they obviously have to be the first ones to do it, right? Kind of makes sense. Crash or not. <laughs> yeah, uh, crash or not. Yeah. Well, they ran this thing up and down 15 times, but he will have no pilot, no spacesuit. Now, he's not going super far into space, but space is space. Space is big. Mm. I had one of my kids ask me the other day, say, how big is space? I said, oh, my God, please. Don't do that. They said, they said, you know, how much darkness is out there? And I was like, I was like, you look at all those, you look how puny those stars are in relationship to the dark in between them. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying right now? Mm -hmm. It's not even close. And yet the sun seems big. So to have to explain that the sun is small next to the darkness, it's weird. What was the next question? What is dark? 
No, no, no. They didn't, he didn't, they didn't do. They like, didn't do uh, me. They didn't do me like that. They didn't explodes. do me like that. Well, I was trying to explain that the light traveling from those stars is uh, actually old, or actually like the amount of time it takes to travel, even at that speed, and it was yeah. almost like, a, like so, I was like, here, eat these crackers. Yeah, have some cheese and crackers. I was like, here, I got these Sour Patch Kids. And they're like, he uh, was actually eating those Sour Patch Kids, and then he was like, I think I burnt my tongue on the sour, like, by, like, having oh, too many. And I, I didn't even know if that was like possible. A, is it too acidic? Yeah, I guess the citrus or something. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's possible. I hope he recovered. We'll find out later today. <laughs> so they say Jeff Bezos is risking his life. Man. Risking his life to prove that Blue Origin can safely fly humans to the edge of space. About 1% of U.S. human space flight flights have resulted in fatal accidents. Come on, Insider. 1%. You can't be putting that energy out there. Huh. Now, 1% doesn't seem big, but compared to other forms of travel, like, I don't know, a commercial flight, that's actually pretty high. Hmm. 1% in the history of space flights. But that includes more, more uh, elaborate space flights than this one. This one, they go up. They're up there for about three minutes. They unbuckle and they float. Huh. But then they got to get back to the seat and get the buckle on as soon as the three minutes is up because it's about to be. And, huh. and there's some G's there, particularly once the parachutes hit. Huh. And wow. they have a bunch of fail safes in there. I don't think anything's going to happen to Bezos. I'm going to put that out there. Jeffrey Bezos. And his brother. I don't think anything's going to happen, but they have a bunch of fail-safes in there. If, if the parachutes, for example, don't deploy or one of them doesn't, then the opposite thruster action increases to balance. And then there's like a balloon that comes out that they land. Like they got protocol, you know. But what if they hit it with too much juice immediately and then he just keeps going too far? <laughs> Leaves the stratosphere. <laughs> Uh, like, you want to know uh -oh. something? You want to know something? We lost, we lost Jeff Bezos. I don't know why. That Can you seems, imagine? I don't know why that seems so funny to me. It's just the idea. It feels like a cartoon or something. It's like, where is he? We lost him. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like there's something about him getting shot too far. Yeah, they overshot. It would it. be a cool way to go. Like you just, you just pushed it too far, and you found yourself in this capsule. In space now, like, that's not gonna happen. He doesn't have enough fuel to yeah to launch him that far. But it's a funny idea. And uh, Elon saves him. He gets out there. Yeah, he brings the dragon and then uh, quickly gets up there. Yeah, hell of a that sound like an action movie. What is this, The Avengers or something? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Billie Eilish has teamed up with Nike in uh, I guess a unexpected collab. Probably not though. She's so marketable. Is that fair to say? She's got Apple. Has got commercials, and uh, she. I mean, Jesus Christ! Of course, she's marketable. Holy, what am I doing? Yes, a lot of check marks. Couple of views, bit of success, couple of songs, uh. and she's into sneakers, which I happen to know because I saw her on the sneaker show. What's the sneaker show called? Sneaker shopping mm. complex. Yeah, and she's like, I like those, and I like those, and 
She's about that style. She's about the neon green. And so that's what this team up is about with, with the Jordan brand. Here we have these neon green. Which model is this? Air Jordan 1. Is that K0? Got the wrong guy for sneakers over here. Is it K0 or KO? Yeah, we need Brad Hall. He'll be on, don't worry. A monochromatic take. This upcoming collab is flooded with her signature neon green that once colored her hair and wardrobe. On the tongue is her blowhash, blowish <laughs> emblem in place of the standard Nike swoosh logo, while a co-branded Billie Eilish Jumpman insignia is placed on the insoles of the shoes. It's likely part of a larger Billie Eilish X Jordan collection that will surround the footwear release. Uh, the release date is 2021. I guess the exact drop is unknown. So far on sneaker news, it doesn't have a tremendous rating. It is two and a half hmm. out of a possible five. Is what I guess the audience over there thinks about it. Uh, will you be in line to cop? Cop and drop. Did you cop the drop? Excuse me, did you cop the drop? With this collab? That drop got copped. Uh, I would. It, it looks really cool. You're a liar. Stop lying on this show. This. Stop on, lying on this show in that microphone. Well, I'm not going to, you know, cop it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not waiting... Uh, Waiting and refreshing the page to get it. Well, that's what uh, you're going to have to do. Oh. Uh, so you're not well, going to cop. Wait for StockX or something. You're, gonna, you're either going to cop or drop. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm using drop in the other way, like shop till you drop. Oh, okay. I hear you. Um, but you see how that gets, I mean, because. I know, yeah. You can cop the drop or you can drop the cop. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh. I'll do the ladder, I guess. You don't know what you're going to do. I don't know. All of a sudden, you come in with these tomorrow. You're like, yeah, she hit me up. Yeah. First pair. All That'd right. Well, you thought that was crazy. I'm going to take it to another level of crazy. You ever heard of a brand they make cars by the name of Ferrari? Never heard of them. Liar. You've lied twice in a row now. They are done with cars, and they're moving to fashion. Oh. Because they saw the Billie Eilish collab and they were like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to cop. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that sound so funny? Oh, I don't know, man. Let's it's, cop it's, it. It's, I don't know, man. It's just, I think what it is, is I, when something gets to a certain level of popularity, like my cult factor kicks off, where it's like, why are they all agreeing to that? Yeah. What's so good about it? It can't be that good. And so then I have this resistance factor where I'm like, must protect myself from whatever this persuasion is. But if that term cop is super fringe and you heard it from. It might be cool. Hall, like everything. Would you all, think it's cool? Well, certain things. Yeah. I mean, it, probably not. <laughs> Maybe no? if I was younger, if I was younger, I, I might. I but don't you're know. Part of like some sort of small select. Yeah, no, I know, I know, no know. slang. Slang is can absolutely be cool. Uh, but it, you're right. It does. It does have a lot to do with 
being in the in crowd? I think, you know, here's what I say about it. Okay. Like a lot of things in my life that I'm looking at, certain things I feel work better in real life than on the internet. And so, yeah, if it was dropped in real life, if there was a real life exchange that led us to cop down the path and landed squarely on cop or some other term, that can be fun or funny or like there's just more texture there. It's the it's seeing it in the form of a tweet where I die. Oh, but I that's see. like so many things, right? So so many jokes that die. I'm constantly dying by reading tweets. So that's the problem, actually. Okay. It's not the word or the term or slang. I love slang. Slang is it's really fun, actually. Yeah, especially when you learn it in a different language. What? Like slang in a different language. Go ahead. There's there's slang in all types of languages. It's nice to know theirs. Yeah, I know. I'm looking for an example. You, you brought it oh. up. I'm curious what, what the hell you're talking about. Uh, the, I, I don't know if it's slang, but there's a term called wabi-sabi. Oh, you're talking about Japan right In now. Japan, yeah. yeah it's that, a cool term. Go not, look it it's up. not slang, though. Will. <laughs> I don't think it's slang either, mm -hmm. but it's it's cool. It's like a nice uh, a nice term. It's like a concept, kind of. Yeah. 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 All right. Well... You flip I don't one. know any others. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just thought you were going to have a sweet example. No, I don't. Send me rolling on the floor over here. No. Ferrari's got clothing, and no, they're not getting out of making cars. But I don't know if you knew this, but luxury brands are flying these days. The Louis Vuitton dude is like we're the world's richest guy on any given day. People mm -hmm. love these luxury things, and not everybody can buy a Ferrari. So you can buy the clothes now. And we have 53 looks here. Apparently, this fashion show was attended by Johnny Ive as well. Oh, okay. Big Ferrari guy. He likes Ferraris? Just the, like from a design, design perspective, he's been a fan for a while. I know Ferrari was one of the first cars that had Apple CarPlay in it as well. I just think they've been tight mm -hmm. for whatever reason. It's very iconic, right? Ferrari's an iconic design brand well you wouldn't agree with that no i i agree oh okay yeah. ferrari yeah. red and very familiar don't you remember did you watch ford versus ferrari yeah yeah don't you remember they go visit very cool they go visit and the italian guys are there's no deal to be had remember uh -huh. that that uh -huh. stuff yeah They're, they have such high standards and it was like it was like they were making them by hand at that moment. Uh -huh. And the Ford guys are like, where are the machines at? And these guys are like hammering sheet metal. And they're like, no, 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 this is an art form. Get out of my face. This uh -huh. is an art form. But what did they get out of it? I'm trying to remember the movie right now. No spoilers. Well, they got the, they got, they got in a race and everything. It was a Hollywood movie. But yeah. either way, there's a love. There's, an, there's a love for the design as far as uh, these companies. Like, so, but what do you think, Will? Can they make these clothes? Are you, are you copying? Uh, how much? I don't know. A lot. It's how expensive. much do you think it is? Maybe you can you can for afford this, for this. Uh, maybe you can get the outfit. socks. Just get the socks right there. See how it says Ferrari uh, on top. You can get that. That outfit is going to be around two thousand dollars. That outfit. Two grand. I think so. 
if it's two grand, that's kind of a steal. <laughs> I thought it would be a lot more. Maybe it's a whole it, it could it could be more. Maybe with the shoes too. It could be more. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to put it in the wheelhouse here. I mean, yeah. Uh, Fashion-wise, apparently the collection... What? The collection will go from triple extra small to triple extra large, attempting to alter the aerodynamics of its perception in order to broaden its appeal and adapt to changing 21st century tastes. Wow. You got to go to the one... Which one? Uh, oh, man, it's so many looks. I mean, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I'm trying to figure out which is the best fit for Vin. I mean, can you imagine an entire episode he's in that chair but in one of these outfits? That would be that. Still exactly the same guy. That would be absolutely wild. Well, I'll, I mean, if Ferrari send us any of this stuff, we'll throw it on him. That sure. there, that can this be Vin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like these kind of look like cyberpunk characters or something. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a futuristic thing to it. The glasses as well, so for some reason. Yeah, I wonder what the commitment level will be either way. There you have it. 2022. This is the ready-to-wear collection. You understand that, Will? Okay. All this stuff is ready to wear. Ready to cop. You thought that that story was weird. I'm going to take you even weirder, even deeper into the weird zone. Are you ready? Apparently... In the sky, last I guess it was a couple days ago, there was a marriage... You saw this already. You're nodding and smirking, <laughs> and you're looking smug. Well, he was trending on Twitter. Because of this? I always have to click. Because of this? Yeah. I didn't think this was trend-worthy, but I guess, I don't know. Yeah. On Saturday, it was up for a while. So, I was like, what's going on? Oh, by the way, did you see my message on the weekend? Yeah. What did you think about that? Uh, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I like I, how I you left it. Uh, I like how you left it. I I sent I sent Will a message. It said, "Are you around on Sunday?" And he said, "In the morning and afternoon." Yeah. And then I didn't reply after that. <laughs> yeah. And so I was thinking, cause 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 I'm like that too, where where if the information was sent, I feel like okay, we're good here. But some people would be like, why? What do you want yeah, from me? Yeah, give me this, you know, specific. Was there any part of you that was like, why? What do you want from me? Yeah. Mm. At a certain point. What percentage? 5%. <laughs> yeah, see, I because, like that. I like because that. Because at that point, like, I would have expected you to reply and say, yeah, Sunday, you know, early afternoon or something. I'll tell you something right now. You had no idea what I was going to ask you. Zero. I did. No, you didn't. Okay. Well, I, I assumed. You assumed and you assumed wrong. I'm telling you right now, you had 0% chance of knowing what I was going to ask you. And you'll never know. But that's fine. And I like that that's fine. Okay, fine. Anyway, so this was apparently what you were up to on the weekend. Anyway, you were very busy with the trending Twitter topics, including this marriage proposal, which for some reason included Joe Rogan and is just so Wait a second. bizarre. I didn't know it was a marriage proposal. So apparently you didn't do much research, Well, No. As as I do, I just read the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're the problem uh, with the, the problem yeah. with the world is you, Will. Uh, yeah, it's a real big problem. So uh, it, it was a, it started as a marriage proposal. It said, "Will will you marry me?" And then the next part was taking a shot at Joe Rogan. Right. So I guess that the person 
that was being proposed to it was either, it was like an inside joke between them or they didn't like rogan or maybe they did like him i don't know but it's so weird to attach that to a marriage proposal anyway so the tweet that went crazy or the image that went crazy was the second portion not the will you marry me i only saw the and it was a marriage proposal by the way i never even said it's a marriage proposal in the sky yes um was it air writing yeah it's like the plane goes up and will you marry me and oh look at that i mean it's a classic it's been used for a long time so the first line will you marry me and then the next one the next line in the sky that many people were able to take a picture of was Joe Rogan is literally five foot three. Was the the next line. And I can't, I don't understand. Like, okay, if it was just Joe Rogan is literally five foot three. Okay, I get it. You're taking a shot at him. Um, I'm, I still don't really get it. I don't. Oh, you want to know something, Will? I just noticed a spelling error too. Literally, there's uh, no R. Right. Oh, this is all no, a joke, that's, isn't it? That's brutal. Now that's no good. With the spelling error, now I hate it. Now I like it. Now I just, I already didn't like it. That I, 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 I also didn't like it to begin with because I'm like, I was trying. I was looking at it. And I'm like, okay, you're trolling, obviously, but it's really not tremendously funny. The height, yeah. the height joke to me is just not really that funny. I think people have a height joke on me. I feel like go type my name height. I think people have a height joke on me as well. By the way, uh, Rogan is not five foot three. He's definitely taller than that. I've uh, I have pictures next to him. Yeah, I'm five foot two. Like, what is it with nice. this that people like this <laughs> joke? You like this joke? You laugh at it? I don't understand. It's just how do they get away from it? Or how do they get away with it? Well, they don't get away with it. Is that getting away with it? No. Yeah, but it's, it's like not. <laughs> no one believes it. So it's kind of dumb. I don't yeah. I don't know. I. Oh, yeah. And then over there, it says it's 190 centimeters. But 190 centimeters. See, they don't even have the math right. What the hell? Um, 190 centimeters is not five foot two. Yeah. Because I'm not even 190. I think I'm 185 centimeters which is six feet, right? Or is that 183? Anyway, whatever. It's around there. But I, I don't know. The joke just never really worked on me. Like, yeah. that the per, okay, the, whatever that joke is. But then attaching it to a marriage proposal is so bizarre. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is, this is life right now. You don't know the intent. You don't know if the per, person's purpose was to get these tweets, and to, but the spelling error is garbage as well. Yeah. Um, somebody was asking a person named Molly Pratt to marry them. Followed up with, she said yes, by the way. Right. And then the last random train of thought. And a couple people on Twitter said that it was money well spent. I have no idea how much that costs. Oh, apparently those things can cost 10000 bucks to do. Huh. Which is pretty wild. But yeah, uh, Rogan's probably like more like five seven, five eight in my experience. Um, but you know, I don't know what humans are up to. So weird to plan this out, and have then, the money for it, and then why five foot three? What is what is five foot three? What about four foot eight? Like what? Where where does it? 
How do you determine? Yeah. Two foot six. Maybe this is close enough where people can believe it. And that's why it's the joke. Because if they, if they made it like four foot three, then it wouldn't be. Okay, really what about five foot funny. two? Like they did, mine says five foot two. Yeah, I still find that funny. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. You think but, weird is the only way that we can categorize it? Yeah. What 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 if your name is up there? Same same Would thing. You, I'm like, who cares? I'm like, why is this yeah. worth it? I, I guess you can't tell people how to spend their money. But like let's say the whole thing was ten grand and that was a third of it. But would you think it's like your friend? Then, yeah, that's another thing. It's hard to figure out what the what the who the target is. Mm. Um definitely in his case, I don't I don't think it's his friend. I think he's a big enough Well, they have a he has so, a lot of comedian friends. Yeah. Could be but, like a I don't know. No, not in the context of a marriage proposal. Right. That's too weird. Like, Yeah. The proposal is uh, very strange. If this was the only message, I would find it kind of like his friends involved. A prank. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But he doesn't even live there anymore either. So right. you'd have to do it near him in order. But I guess you can see the joke online. Yeah. Look, man, I, I don't know. I think he, he's become one of these... Um, targets that people really enjoy targeting, uh-huh. and it comes along. It comes along with the territory. Yeah, there's many equivalents across the spectrum of people who, uh, yeah, individuals just love to target, and they're going to get um, some coverage out of it if they do. Like this marriage proposal. Okay, there's a, there's an angle. This marriage proposal is d- to Molly. Definitely not on this show if they don't do this part. And it's definitely not trending on Twitter if they don't do this part. Yes, and we're talking about it. I just wish if you were going to name, you're going to name Joe Rogan, like maybe just something a little bit more funny or absurd. Sure, yeah. Like I just, I I think it's just the height part that I don't really uh, like. Uh I don't really find that funny. But if they had named him and said something even more absurd, I'd be like, whoa. Anyway, whatever. What are we doing? This is weirder than the last story. Uh-oh. Which, which seems crazy because of how weird it already is. But there's a new uh, a new pizza being tested out at a, a pizzeria in Dayton. I presume that's Dayton, Ohio. Huh. And you see those little objects on there. First of all, it looks pretty good at this distance. You're like, hmm, all right. But I want you to take a closer look, Well, because those things that look like raisins, they're not raisins. And those things that look like sliced almonds on the crust, those ain't sliced almonds. You know what they are? Uh, cicadas? Yeah, it's cicadas. Both of them? Bugs. The black part and the yellow part? No, no, not the yellow part. What's it? That's pineapple, I guess, or, oh, ma- or oh, mango. Parts. I didn't even see. No, no, no. Oh, no, they're on the crust. That's why I said the crust. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes I don't pay attention. Apparently. <laughs> Too busy reading. It's the spicy Thai cicada pie. The pizza, hand-tossed dough, 18-inch, miso hoisin sriracha sauce. Mozzarella provolone, blanched and sautéed, locally foraged cicadas. 
That's a big bug, by the way. Mushroom cabbage, green onion, mango, cilantro, spicy Thai sauce, and a crunchy cicada wing crust. That's a cicada. What do you what do you say? Will you gonna chomp in or what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah, but you're not gonna. It's not gonna be gonna become your regular order from the uh, pizza spot. If it's delicious. Yeah, but how are you gonna be that surprised? How delicious can a cicada even be? Uh, it's not gonna be, man. I don't know with these ingredients. Okay. Pineapple, cilantro. No pineapple. It was mango. I was wrong. Oh, okay. It's got a Thai thing going on. It's supposed to have a Thai flavor. Okay. With but, all of. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would like to give it a shot. Well, it's not on the menu yet. They brought in one of those culinary scientists, and they're just goofing around for the time being. Okay. I think it's, it's working pretty good as a promo. They're, they were doing, uh, what was it, Facebook Live Tasting Panel to discuss all things related to cicadas on pizza. That's an interesting one, isn't it? That would be a cool channel on YouTube. Like, some totally unexpected food item you've got to eat it blindfolded and then just give your review and then the blind i guess that's fear factor speaking of rogan no but and then you gotta review it and then you find out after what the ingredient was and in this episode it would be cicadas and you would have just eaten the pizza and you would have had a little mango and yeah some just having a great time exactly and you'd be like man that's that's a fun thing going on there uh-huh. but there was a restaurant once where you did the blindfold or no the lights were off yes and they say your senses are actually heightened because you're not looking at it it's uh, how would you do with that you want to eat without seeing your food you down for that or you yeah. you need to see it no i i don't really mind I'll give it a shot. All right. It's an experience. All right. I'm going to order this up. Okay. I'm going to order that up for you. Halo Infinite multiplayer review trailer. Number seven on trending right now. They show off uh, what the multiplayer is going to look like. In-game looking footage. And we're getting ever closer to this Halo Infinite thing. This is going to be free to play. So they take the similar line to, I don't know, every popular game nowadays. Which I don't, I grew up playing Halo, so I kind of like the idea that the youngsters get their hands on it for free. Even though, obviously, the money-making tactics after the fact with the subscriptions and, I don't know, battle passes and whatever that Fortnite-style, Warzone-style thing is. Because they're making money, Will. Uh-huh. Ain't no thing that's free. Come on. What you ever got that was free? Truly free. Exactly. Love? How dare you? No, you got to work for love. Okay. You got to invest in that. Anyway, what can I say? It looks it looks good. It looks like an upgraded Halo. It looks like a it looks like a smooth and sharp and shadowy and highlighty Halo. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks very impressive. Um a lot of uh a lot of the DNA of Halo is still there, which is always exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very, very Halo. They show off the vehicles, which was a big part, I know, from me back then. It's like, you can you can get in the, you get the warthog and get in the vehicle? Damn right you get in the vehicle. And I have some really... And this is like the old classic map, right? Blood Gulch? Is it? It looks like it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like, it's hard. It's all so close up, this yeah. uh, trailer, the way they did it. Maybe. 
tower. Either way, I have some very fond multiplayer, local multiplayer memories mm. of linking the LAN cable, multiple Xboxes, running around, uh, multiplayer, multiplayer with your pals, and then and then also fighting afterwards, like physically fighting oh, okay. whoever won and whoever was upset and all that. Were you good at this game? Oh yeah, one of the best. Oh. Yeah, me and Ninja. <laughs> you and Ninja? Yeah, we were the best. Oh okay. No, because didn't he come up playing this game first, Halo? Was he? Yeah, I think oh, that okay. I think that was his thing. Anyway, uh, point being, Halo Infinite gets closer. They got the multiplayer free to play. They've shown off. Obviously, there's going to be the campaign as well. They took a lot of heat early on, as you recall, Will, with the uh, the initial trailer and the meme that happened with the dude, Craig. See, now that's funny. Yeah, you see, that's the difference. Funny. When I think of something that's funny, I think that that meme that guy was funny. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Craig. <laughs> Poor guy. The internet loves Craig the Brute. Look at that. He's a happy brute right there. Anyway. So what do you think? You're going to give this Halo game a, a shot? Definitely. Let's run freedom? LAN again. All right. I think I'm going to give it a shot too. Now I'm a, I'm a gamer. If you saw the last Unbox Therapy video, I'm there in the COD and I'm goofing around. Ooh. I can't wait to goof around in the infinite. All right, well, this is the last one for me. I know you have a wild card. You made a big deal about it. Uh, last one for me. Apparently, a diver in Cape Cod found himself in the mouth of a humpback whale. Yeah, this is crazy. I saw the I saw a video of it. What? This is this is like um, some sort of fairy tale mm. story or something, a biblical story or something. He's down there diving by himself. Apparently, they're usually in tandem, but I guess he's by himself on this one. Yeah. And he's looking for lobster, which I didn't know. But I thought they could just set a trap. Mm. He dives down there and just grabs a lobster. I guess that's a move. Yeah. Lobster's delicious. If you just want one lobster for dinner, just grab one. You ever eat those lobsters, Will? Yes. You did? Uh-huh. What did you think about it? Uh yeah, they're they're great. Did you have the melted butter and all those things? Yeah. And what do you have for the side dish? Uh, I think it was coleslaw. Hmm. Yeah, coleslaw and fries. One time I'm one time I'm gonna go out there out east. I'm gonna go out there. Yeah, and you I'm gotta gonna, get one of those rolls, the lobster roll. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I'm gonna go out there. I might even put this gear on and go down there myself. Just get one lobster. Yeah, I might swallowed up. I don't know if it's that. I don't think you can. <laughs> I'm from out of town. I just want to go. I'll probably get swallowed by a hump. Apparently, this doesn't happen very often. Michael Packard, 56 years old, said in local interviews and on social media, he was diving off the coast of Provincetown, Mass, on Friday morning when the whale suddenly scooped him up. Here's a quote. I was in his closed mouth for about 30 to 40 seconds before he rose to the surface and spit me out. I'm very bruised up but have no broken bones. He went limping to the hospital uh he appeared to be very shook up i saw the interview after he's like i thought about my family and you can't even imagine 40 seconds in the you can't even imagine yeah and oh man he thought it was it oh yeah you would. He just saw darkness and then pain i guess because he broke his legs mm -mm. He, didn't and, he had no broken bones Oh, in the video I saw, it, he said he hurt his legs. Yeah, he he was beat up, but actually, actually, after going to the hospital, he wasn't. There was no broken bones. Oh, okay. 
Never mind. But totally possible that there could have been. He could have. There's a bunch of ways he could have died. Obviously, but it is a mistake. Like this whale actually wants nothing to do with eating humans, uh-huh. right? It's looking for plankton or whatever. I guess it just so happened to find something else. What happens if you get swallowed? Do you fight or would you be like, that's it? Honestly, man, how much time do you have? You're diving and you're in your, all this gear. Yeah. Well, you got 40 seconds. What does fighting even look like? And don't you have some sort of weapon the for the lobsters? I don't think so. Are you talking about a spear or something? Yeah. You don't have to. You, lobster, you just pick up a lobster, man. Okay, fine. Maybe a net or something. Fight with the net. The net. That's crazy. There were a couple witnesses too, yeah. Packard told Boston's WCVB-TV that his mate came right over to me and got another guy to help pull me aboard. So there were other guys there. Um, the other man was Joe Francis, a charter boat captain who happened to be nearby. I see. I saw Mike come flying out of the water feet first with his flippers on and land back in the water. I jumped aboard the boat. We got him up, got his tank off, got him on the deck and calmed him down. And he goes, Joe, I was in the mouth of a whale. Oh my God. That's a dream right there. To be clear, the whale did not want him in its mouth. Comparing the situation to an open mouth biker accidentally inhaling a fly. Uh, You're just a fly to these whales, Will. Yeah. It's like, oh, yuck. A human? Yeah, he's not looking for you. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, you're back with the wild card round. It is a monumental occasion when Willie Do tells me that he has something worthwhile for the wild card round. There's very few things that meet the criteria, his strict criteria for something that qualifies for the wild card round. So when he tells me that he's got something to say, I, well, I just get out of the way. You guys know how this goes. I got to give him the mic. I got to give him the stage. He's about to end this show with a bang. All right. Go ahead, Will. Okay. Well, this comes from uh, YouTube. His Mm -hmm. name is Harry Mack. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of him? Yes. Yeah, he's a freestyler um, from Los Angeles. And I just think he's a really good freestyler. And not just like writing bars writing like a little script or something. He's actually just freestyling off the top. So what are those words on the bottom right there? He has to use those words? Yeah. So the premise is like, uh, I've been following him for like a couple years. Um, He's been doing it at Venice Beach where he would just film and have like a couple people uh, just be around and then he would just freestyle, right? Since quarantine happened, he can't really do that. So he goes on Omegle. And he just chats with people and they put out some words and he just freestyles off of them. And uh, here's like a little clip. So uh, hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go. That shit, I like that shit. Keeping the money, hey, haul up there in the stash, yeah. Y'all know we get in the dollar bills, y'all know we stacking the cash, hey. Y'all know we get in them Benjamins. Every time that I rap, people go slap. Every time that I'm kicking the line, they about to react, hey. We be the best in the game, hey. We are spitting the flames, hey. I drop a muscle insane, hey. Rappers be chasing the fame, hold up. Never me though, cause I won't get distracted. Shining so bright with the thought I was backlit. Harry Mack. Every time we rhyme, he's a savage. Y'all know we be going way above average. Yeah, 
when I'm rapping, I be so crazy. Peace to both these cats, they be rocking Old Navy. Yeah, y'all know that I read it off the sweater. Hey, when it comes to bars, y'all know I'm about to put that together. Yeah, calling out the brand. Hey, make them understand. Hey, y'all know when I throw it up, it's never about to land. I'ma put it down, do it no doubt. Coming up with wet ideas during the drought. Yeah, Harry Mack, I'm making a scream and shout. All these other rappers only do it for the clout. Hold up, I don't do it for the fame. Nah, I do it for my Oh, that's a cool, that's a cool concept, shit. Where he has, it's almost like a video game. Mm -hmm. Where he has to, but who provided the words at the bottom? Or he has that already in advance. No, they do. They do. So yeah, he edits it together after, and then yep. So and they, he he does it all in order. So and he also it, he talks about like, you know, what they're wearing, what's no, no, in the yeah. background, yeah, 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 what they yeah, say. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually really impressive. I just want to see people's reaction in real life. Step to yeah. me, you dead man. Is it filming? Uh, uh. Not affect me, they ain't fly. Yo, check it, told you I'ma see your spike in my level, cause I keep my balance like a bike. Come on, I'm never falling, man. You know I'm insane for real. Rappers immature when they on bikes, they need some training wheels. Yeah, every man, y'all know my flow is up. I'm dope as fucking back. If you step to Mac, I might crack your coconut. Hey, I'm coming up. Hey, yo, they know my name in more than five cities. Yeah, hey, yo, I call it out so proper. What'd you say? Yeah, here's where I'ma stay. Yo, check it, cause my whole life I'll be enhancing. I'm trying to get about my apartment and then the mansion. Hey, yo, I'm about to. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's not easy, an easy task. Oh, yeah. And it, I think it's actually even tougher in real life because you got the people standing right in front of you. So this is the way he started, and then he took it online in COVID, and presumably he'd get back on, on the street sometime soon as well. Yeah. So, I mean, this is obviously really super impressive um i really hope that he does keep on doing this which i most likely he will but yeah i just want to give a shout out to him <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna quit tomorrow <laughs> yeah shout out harry mac good job my dude <laughs> oh.